John Deere brings to you the long-awaited S10 and Under Kid Mower, patented. With its pint-sized design, the S10 and Under is the perfect way to get your little ones started on that annoying yard work. Imagine the looks of joy on their little faces as Daddy sends them out there by themselves like a big boy or girl. Enjoy your favorite beverage as you watch them mimic your every move, carefully navigating their way around the shrubs and trees. But that's not all, folks. The S10 and Under comes equipped with a grass-catching bag that's just the right size for small hands. No need for little Johnny or Susie to rake up the clippings anymore. They just tie off the bag and leave it by the road on trash day. And for those children with a streak of curiosity or a little extra enthusiasm, the S10 and Under has a built-in safety feature that automatically shuts off the blade when it detects anything other than grass. The S10 and Under Kid Mower, now on sale wherever you find quality Juan Deere equipment. Oh, here we go again. Hey, everybody. Here we are. Here we are again. It's your digital daddies. It's your online in-laws, and it's going to be something else soon. I can just feel it. It's going to strike me, and I'm going to be like, that's what, that's it right there. That's us. Just wait. Just wait. It's coming. Yeah. It's Corey. I'm Dan. And we're here to teach you about being a dad yet again. I know you thought we were going to quit, but we didn't. Maybe next time. One day, soon, more than likely, we will go to the store for cigarettes and milk. And uh, and that'll just be the end of it. (laughs) But until that day, uh, we're glad you're here. We appreciate you coming along. And uh, we hope that you like our special show today. We put together a little bit of a special edition. It's my list versus, well, not really versus. It's more like my list and... Dan's yeah, list yeah. of the top five-ish qualities that you need to be a great dad. You know, I'm sure that everybody's going to have their own list. You guys, I mean, seriously, I'm just, I'm flooded with fan mail. And if you complained about my list versus where you think, you know, your list would rate or, or this should be that number or versus this number, I'm not, I'm not going to see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to see it. Yeah. Or if I do, it's going to be way down the line. So just, you know, hold off on that, make your own list. And then maybe you could send me that. Yeah, just share lists. It's not whose is better. Yeah, it's my list. Make your own. Yeah, basically. So in the interest of saving time and skipping past our our normal banter, um, (laughs) I'm going to... Oh, thanks, you know, once again to those still listening in in other countries. We got our uh, Belgian friend and and our Brazilian friend. Just two places I would not have thought this was going to go. Not at all. There could even be two of you in Brazil. That's still a little bit hazy. But we appreciate you guys, and then all of our wonderful friends in America and Canada. Thank you so much. We uh, really just thought that this would be all of it. Yeah. I didn't think there was going to be anything other than America, to be honest. Yeah. You were like, oh, yeah, my friend in Canada. I was like, oh, we're going to have a Canadian listener? <laughs> oh, rad. So, yeah, right on. Uh, we thank you all, and we appreciate it. And once there's some legs to this and some banter back and forth between the listeners and us, uh, hopefully we can... Come up with some way to thank you guys for being here from the beginning. But I'm just going to keep putting that off <laughs> until I have to. Uh, you know, one of you tell me that I have to stop putting it off and I'll, I'll stop putting it off. Yeah. But until then, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, worry about other things. I got videos to make and children to raise. So, yeah, top five qualities. Dan, why don't you start? All right. Well, I have an OLI from a callback to my other list that I did about... Top thing, five things I love being about a dad. OLI stands for outside looking in. I have two of those. 
So number, I guess if you want to call it a top seven list, you can. Number seven for me was you have to be uh, forgiving as a dad because your kids are going to do some dumb things to disappoint you and um, you just have to kind of forgive them. They're going to make mistakes. It's part of learning. Like them knowing that they messed up, but you still have their back no matter what is, is important. Basically, just be forgiving. Right on. Okay. That's cool. That's good. I don't really have a ton to say about that. Although, I mean, obviously, you got to be forgiving. You can't hold things against your son, no. daughter, or whatever. If nothing else, they're young and they yeah. don't, you know, they're not thinking about whatever the consequence of their actions might be. And I'm, I'm even thinking long term, like even like in the teenage years, like when they do stupid stuff, get in trouble at school or get in a fight or whatever, you got to be the parent, but also let them know that, hey, I still love you and I'm, you know, I forgive you for being dumb because you're, you're learning. I mean, if your kid turns out to be the next Jeffrey Dahmer, well, you hate what he did. <laughs> yeah. But he forgive him. Yeah. He's your kid. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely, I'm surprised that one's on the outside, to be honest. That one. No, well, I got some pretty good ones. Okay. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I think they're good anyway. I don't have, I don't have, I think I have one good one and I put that one at number one. All right. Number one. So, I guess I'm going to have to start at the bottom. That makes sense. That's probably the best. And uh, that I also have to OLIs. Shocker that that ended up that way. <laughs> Didn't plan that at all. Number seven, that one would be good cook. Mm. You have to be a good cook to be a good dad. And I, I'm, not, I'm not a good cook. So, that's uh, strike one against me. Mm. We're going to see how many of these I do qualify for. If really? I get, you know, three strikes. You're out. I'm out. Mm. So this one is a is a hard is a is a hard strike, hard uh, no. a swing and miss. Hmm. Uh, but I do believe that it is a quality that does behoove you know a good dad in training, or a, you know a dad should have that quality. I guess is what I'm trying to say, or at uh, least be able to maybe. Yeah, or learn or whatever. Those all things that are bad for me. I'm just I can bake. Some for some reason I can bake really well, hmm. but when it comes to cooking, I'm just. I get it all together good, although sometimes I don't. Sometimes I forget things. And then halfway through, like, the actual cooking process, I get some sort of stroke. <laughs> and I forget how to determine that things are done. And I let it go too long, just inevitably. It's not that I, I'm, I'm serving you raw food. Right. I'm serving you burnt food. Ah. Or food that's kind of bland because I forgot an ingredient. Mm. And I can't really, off the top of my head, think of two things that a cook has to do well other than use the right ingredients and cook it for the right amount of time. Well, yeah. So, yeah, good cook, and I fail. <laughs> your turn. What's your number six? All right. <clears throat> number six, final OLI for me. This comes, well, this could be on both sides if you're still with the mother or even if you're separated from the mother if you're a single dad. You have to be a team player. You have to uh, at least get along for the sake of the child, in my opinion. Like, you know, I mean, you don't have to live together if you're a single dad. Kudos to you, by the way, if you're a single dad, because that, that seems hard. Or even single mothers, too. I know this is a dad show, but single parents in general, that seems awful. Like, I wouldn't know. Anyway, you have to be a team player. You have to work together for the, the betterment of the child and help raise the child even you know even even being separated if you if you're one of the lucky dads that has full custody or not full custody but 
majority custody or whatever, good on you. That's that's rare. That's a topic for another day. But you still have to be a team player. Like you have to work together, even if you're separated. I hate it when not to bash mothers because, but this is just how I've I've seen it. So in my experience, the the ones that keep their kids from their their dad when he's a good dad and he's trying and that just god that's a grind my gears but that's not even about your kids i hate that you you need to work together even if you despise each other for what has transpired in the past it's the past let it go move on be there for your kid no matter what is, is how i feel about that and that ties into my being a team player for number six that's another good one another strong entry and Better than almost all of mine. (laughs) I wouldn't have thought about that. That really ties into a lot of different things. My thought process leaned more towards taking care of the kid or how best to take care of the kid, things like that. Well, that comes from me. My parents got divorced when I was kind of young. So, and I saw the bickering back and forth and it, I mean, I guess I turned out okay, but like, I wouldn't want that if that, you know, God forbid that ever happens, but I wouldn't want that for my daughter if if God forbid I was put in that situation. So I feel you on that. It, I would the same thing happen with me. I would try to put my differences aside that I had with the mother and do and be there for my child and do what I had to do to make sure she was taken care of and quote unquote as happy as she could be with the situation. I will clearly remember maybe always how my mom would argue every time my dad came around. When he wasn't around, she'd complain about how he wouldn't come around and help. And then when he'd come around, she would argue with him yeah. and run him off. Yeah. Definitely no team players on that on that team. Like the fucking Boston Red Sox or something. <laughs> the Lakers. No no team, no team players at all. So my number six, and this is actually ironic because it was it was hella hard for me to come hella hard for me to come up with even seven. My number six is creativity. Dad's gotta be creative. You got to think of, if nothing else, you got to think of ways to explain away the bruises that he suddenly has for no reason. <laughs> and when, you know, when mom gets home and she's like, why is there a ring around his arm? You're like, I don't know, a tree. <laughs> and that's an example of not being creative. So you got to be better about it. <laughs> there's other times in, you got to look at things, you know, from both sides. And there's other, other times where you're trying to create games for, between you and the son to play whether you know it's just tag or or something that oh, you yeah. make up on the spot yep the creativity helps with those things and you don't want to be sitting around all day just staring at the the kid while the kid stares at, well at any number of things oh, yeah. just letting him run around you know without any kind of real stimulation outside of maybe the tv and i think that if i could improve as a as a daily dad it would be in our amount of activities we just don't do enough things together. And I put it down, for the most part, even now saying that, I put it down to his age. Right. It's hard to really do a lot with a kid his age yeah. uh, when he just won't pay attention at all. Yeah. He doesn't know that it, what he's trying to do it will even be fun yeah. if it's not immediately fun. Right. So it's hard for me to find things. He's just now getting to the point where I can read to him without him trying to pull the book out of my hand and throw it away. He he loves throwing things away. He just take it and just throw it just in the floor over his shoulder. Hmm. He he loves to take uh, whatever snack he has in his hand and drop it on the coffee table and it goes. We've talked about this. Yeah. So creativity in those cases, 
be creative about your response. Don't say, I fucking hate you, you piece of shit. <laughs> say, Jackson, I wish you wouldn't do that, buddy. That's that's making a mess. Yeah. You got to be creative in these things. Yeah. And that one is my number one OLI and my number six overall creativity. Mm-hmm. All right. Now for the actual top five list. <laughs> number five for me is you got to be strong. Having kids ain't for no bitch. You got to be a strong person to have a kid or, or, you know, you need to grow the fuck up very quickly. Uh, if you want to have a kid, pussies. basically that, that sounds like a shirt right there, but yeah, you got to be strong in that way. And you got to be strong slash and stern with your child. Like you don't need to beat them, but you need to make them kind of respect you and uh, they have to respect your authority. Yeah. Respect our authority. Be strong, be strong in your stances and your beliefs. I mean, you don't want to create a cult and force your beliefs. You want your ch- your child, I believe, you want your child to form their own belief system. You, you need to guide them, but don't force anything on them. Give them a taste of, you know, whatever. You're, if you have, if you, like, if you have a religion or... Are you teasing a future episode? Ooh, maybe. But anyway, I'll save that for perhaps a future episode. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it will be a future episode. But yeah, anyway, you got to be strong. Can't be no bitch. <laughs> Parents can't be no bitch. That's right. Because they're going to do things too. You got to be, that's going to make you like frustrated, but you got to stay. It's kind of going back to the forgiving part. You have to stay strong and not. That's one of my problems I get. Some days when I've had a bad day, I don't mean to be a little asshole to my kid, but like sometimes my fuse is way shorter than it normally is like and that's part of i need to do that i need to stay stronger in my not not blow up but don't get so angry so quick don't let your fuse be short ever you need to kind of stay strong and don't be a pussy that's right are we still allowed to say that is that like a cancelable offense uh, fuck it if it is i don't know if, they, if we're not gonna get canceled for joking about abusing our kids then we're not gonna uh, yeah. cancel it Saying don't be a pussy. Yeah. I'm sure that a lot of our fans are lean lean red. <laughs> so uh, no big deal there. That brings me to my number five. And I, I played with the strong theme for my next two, for number four and five. I guess theoretically you could move these back and forth if you wanted, whatever. Excuse me. My number five, strong swimmers. Mm. You've got to have good semen. Mm. Because if you got weak semen, you're not going to be a dad. True. No offense to anybody with weak semen. You have to have really strong sperm. It has to find her egg. It has to you have enough of them to surround her and to make sure that she can't get away before one of you takes the leap and, and <laughs> you know jumps on in there and fertilizes. I guess actually going back a little bit, I'm going to say that this also ties into the team player thing because my sperm were like a team. <laughs> it wasn't a competition when I was trying to get Jackson. That's why it happened so quickly. It only took one try because my sperm were like, okay, we're going to break right, break left, and then we're going to sur- surround her in a pincher move. And then Johnny, you've been elected. <laughs> Johnny was like, what, me? Oh, I'm so, thanks, guys. That's great. I appreciate it. Like one of us has to do it, Johnny, and you do the long straw. We're all a team and we all win together. And sh- <laughs> hey. shit, that egg had no chance. Nope. So, strong swimmers, you got to have them. Right. That's my number five. Number five. All right. Moving on to number four. My number four is being consistent with everything. Feeding, napping, bedtime, 
you're, if you create a little ritual at bedtime, like we have a little, a little routine that we do every night, you know, you got to stick to it. So they understand that there's a schedule They basically create a schedule and stick to it. That's what we do. We have a nap schedule when she, every day she goes down for a nap, but basically this in, a, in the same time frame from this time to this time, she's always going for a nap and always waking up. Not randomly, but it's from this time to this time. And if she's not awake by this time, get her up. So she's always up by a certain time. and That's really good. In, like, in I, bed by a certain time. and We got the bedtime down, but yeah. the napping thing, it's just like, oh, you want to take a nap now? Okay, buddy. And then wake up whenever you want. Yeah. So be consistent. Even with when you're teaching them, it took us a couple of weeks. So and now, this has been months ago, but it took us a couple of weeks of this is my nose, this is my mouth, this is my eye, this is my ear, cheek, you know, and all that stuff. And now she'll do it on her own. She'll point and do it all. And then I've said this before, but she'll point to your eye and say mouth because she thinks she's being funny and she'll start laughing and because I think it's cute and I think it's funny that she's trying to be funny. And But yeah, be consistent. Be consistent with everything and it will help in the long run. In my, it's it's helping me, so I, I'm going to share my quote unquote success so far with you. And being consistent is one of those. All right. Well, once again, great. It's so great because I specifically clearly gave you examples of how I failed at that. <laughs> We've got the bedtime down, but he gets up basically when he wants. Oh, I mean, yeah, she wakes up at the same time every day, and it's not something we do. But it like in the morning, she can sleep as late as she wants, but. <laughs> I wish you would sleep. Yeah, longer. I do too. But as far as nap time and bedtime go, it's like I said, it's not two o'clock. You're going for your nap and nine o'clock you're going. And if we miss your, you know, whatever, no, it's between two and three for nap time, like later down. And it's between nine and nine thirty for bedtime. As long as she's in bed by those times, it's, it's pretty good. Definitely a good topic. Uh, I think you're gone four for four, uh, well, three for three over me so far and, and probably going to go four for four. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot to combat these on team Corey. All good. All good. So now we come to my number four. Yeah. Number four, I say you need a strong back to be a good dad. <laughs> yes, you do. And I'm only slightly joking here. I do feel like if you got a weak back, you're fucked. Yeah. Because my son wants to be picked up all the time. He yep. wants to be thrown. His favorite thing right now is he backs up to me and throws his arm up. He wants me to pick him up under the arms and swing him (laughs) either side to side or between my legs or just up in the air. He just wants to be swung. Mm. And the whole time I'm like, just hear, I hear the ligaments on those little shoulders stretching to the breaking (laughs) point. And and I keep asking, buddy, are you you okay? Doesn't that hurt? And and he just turns around and and wants more. Mm. So... I try to... Ah, they're resilient. Yeah, if, if it does do something, he'll just heal. He's a child. They've they got heal fast, feet. whatever. So if, if he starts to stretch and tear ligaments, it'll just heal up. <laughs> a bad labrum is a good labrum, you know, after a good night's sleep. But no joke, yeah, a strong back. Lift right, lift with the knees. Yeah. When you lift, make sure that it's it's back straight and, and don't jerk and twist and pull. And Oh, God, yeah. Uh, you know, the older you are, the, <laughs> the easier it's going to be to do. Yep. So... If you're not working out, think about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying get in the gym or or to, you know, go run a marathon, but maybe start doing some a push up a, a, mar- a marathon. A what? I don't never run. Oh. <laughs> you don't kidding. remember from the league? 
Uh, it's been a long time. Oh, okay. It's been a long time. I've been waiting time. forever to do that, and it didn't work. Damn it. Oh, well. I'm sorry. What was I supposed to say? You're just supposed to keep saying the marathon with a question look on your face, and I keep saying the what? Oh, okay. Well, that's I, that's what I was going to yeah, do. Okay. Uh, but I didn't know when we were going to stop. So I It guess. works better with more people, but I don't have a lot of friends. So. I don't have any. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's really sad. Uh, be my friends, listeners. Be my just write me, tell me things about yourself, and I'll tell you things about myself. More than you want to know. Far more. You know, things that you can't forget. Things that will not leave your mind ever again. Just give me a chance. No matter how much forever. bleach you drink. Yeah, no matter how much bleach you drink. No matter how many times you bang your head against the wall. So, uh, yeah, long story short, strong back. You're going to be picking up your kid, throwing your kid, grabbing your kid out of the road when he runs out in front of the car. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to hurt yourself. Maybe think about working out. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Do you know kind of off it's on the topic but do you know about how much he weighs now he weigh he, he weighs in between uh 25 and 27 pounds mm. something like that and i think i say that only because he was almost at 25 the last time we were there like mm. a month or two ago right we have a little i don't know why it's in the kitchen i guess because whatever but we have a little scale right near the coffee maker and she was playing with it one morning while i was making my coffee She's like putting her foot on it, trying to drag it out. So I pulled it out. She stepped on it, and she's about 30 and a half pounds. So, Probably. yeah, they get heavy. He, I can only carry her for short periods of time because my arm will start to get <laughs> tired. And He's uh, under everything. He's, he's under the average for body weight, body length. The only thing that he's above average is the size of his head. <laughs> when he was first born, it was 90% bigger than every other baby. Hmm. And now it's it's adjusted to more in line. I think it's like 60 per, sixty something percent now. So still a bit a bigger than average head, but not like it was before. Yeah. All of his head, uh, weight falls up there. And the rest of it is just filled with goldfish and high protein fiber bars <laughs> that basically do nothing more than keep him energized yeah. and driving me crazy. <laughs> Strong back, number five, or number four. All right, on to number three. My number three kind of goes in with number four, and it's being patient, (laughs) which should be a little higher on the list, but it's my list, make your own. You got to be patient. Uh, That's one thing I'm still learning, and you probably always learn with your kid, even till the day that you hopefully you die before them. (laughs) So, yeah, you just got to be patient. This is kind of self-explanatory. They're going to throw fits. (laughs) They're going to act a fool. They're going to make you want to now whether you act upon that that's your own prerogative but i'm not going to make you want to strangle them or smack them across the room or whatever but you got to be patient you can't do that well i mean you could i guess but i'm not going to do it and i'm not going to advocate for it (laughs) but whatever you do you be patient along with being consistent they kind of go hand in hand in my opinion that's why i put them back to back like that and i think being patient's a little bit more important because it shows i don't know it shows them something about you and it kind of teaches them patience when, when they get older and so yeah patient that's a good one too that one's the first one that i actually have on my list i just haven't got to it yet anyways we're moving on back to me and my number three my number three sympathy sympathy you have to have a lot of sympathy for stupid decisions and bad decisions you have to have sympathy for just accidents you can't be cold-hearted yeah you have to and maybe this is an automatic thing because i kind of was a bit cold before i would watch the grinch stole christmas and my heart did not grow three times (laughs) so it has changed a little bit inadvertently 
as far as effort. And that's lucky for me because I, I'm really bad about changing and, you know, for the better. If I've got a bad quality, it's almost set in stone at this point. But sympathy, yeah. This is another one that's really tied closely with my second or my number two. However you want to, you know, swap those back, back and forth. They, you know, they're basically twins of each other, uh, mirror images, so to speak. I guess this is where I was talking about. I kind of hit up forgiveness because if you, you know, if you've got sympathy, it's going to be easier to forgive. Yeah. So I'm without dwelling too much, just keep an open mind when your kid fucks shit up, when he breaks your TV, your <laughs> camera, your, your toys, whatever he breaks, when he throws your favorite dildo in the trash. <laughs> uh, well, I'm getting into a different thing now, but just be sympathetic to his foibles and, Make sure that you are forgiving and you don't hold these things against him. And don't be cold because they just want, you know, some affection sometimes. Yeah. And that's my that's my number three. All right. Number two, I have, it's kind of a, to me, they go hand in hand. So I have a, it's kind of a double-sided coin here. In my opinion, you have to be present, but it takes more than being present. You have to be engaged with your child. You can't just be sitting there staring at the TV or, you know, just there in the other room doing whatever. You actually have to engage with your child. Be paying you, attention to yeah, that. Yeah, unless you're, if you want to be a deadbeat, then fuck you because you're a piece of shit. Oh, but, yeah, if you're a deadbeat dad, don't fucking listen to this yeah. podcast. Uh, or, well, actually listen because it might give you, it might make you feel bad and Yeah, yeah, if you, yeah, keep start listening doing if you make you feel bad and then you'll be a good dad. Yeah. if you Because if you feel bad, there is a part of you that's willing to change. Yeah. And, so, and we maybe we'll help you along the way. But being present and engaged, you have to be there for your kid, and you have to be involved with your like as much as you hate going to all these. Not not that I hate doing it because it's all for her, and as long as she gets something out of it, I'm happy. Going to all these little things, I don't want to go in deep down. I don't want to go see the Easter Bunny. No offense, and I don't want to go see Santa Claus. But that's what we do because that's what she she likes it, and that's what she wants to do. So you do it because it's for her and there's going to be many more years of that. So get ready for it. It's not that I hate going. It's just, I would, there's stuff I'd rather do, but it's for my kids. So I'm going to go do it. You got to be present. You got to be engaged. Right on. Well, that's a, a little bit cheating, but I'm going to let it slide okay. because I just, I don't care. I'm not, the, I don't make the fucking rules. No. Who am I? The boss. I'm not the police. <laughs> do what you fucking want. That's a pretty good one. That obviously is necessary. I find myself, struggling with that from time to time it's not something i have complete control over yeah i'm around him all day long so my attention does slip mm -hmm. and there's a lot of times where my attention is not uh slipping necessarily but i'm not engaged i'm, I'm just watching him do whatever yeah so that's definitely good qualities you need to have if you're not one two three if you're not six for six ahead of me you're at least five for five now we come to my number two which kind of like yours goes hand in hand but it, it goes hand by itself because it's just fucking one because that's the fucking rules and I follow the fucking rules. <laughs> but I'm not to please. I don't tell you what to do. Do what you want to do. Yeah. So make your own list. Make fucking put three of them on there, even though that's fucking wrong as shit. <laughs> My number two is empathy. And I put this ahead of sympathy because if you empathize with your child, it's easier to sympathize with your child. Yeah. If you empathize with, with the fact that they're younger than you and not as wise as you, and maybe super young like mine and just for all intents and purposes, ignorant to the world, Yeah. then it's, it's a lot easier to sympathize and forgive the, you know, whatever mistakes they might make. Yep. Even when they get as old as teenagers, you know that they're, when you empathize with the fact that hormones are raging, and I think it may have been that we, uh, you that I talked to about this, first love is always your best love. 
Yeah. Because there's just so much emotion involved there. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so easy to have a thing for these people long into life. My girlfriend or my wife doesn't listen, so I can admit without uh, repercussion that I had had, well, she knows, so I'm not hiding anything from her. For the longest time, I had a thing about another girl, not into our relationship, but it caused me to uh, divorce my first wife and try to go back and, and make it work again. And spoiler, it didn't work again. <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know. That was, a, that was a tangent that meant something. The things we do as teenagers are crazy. Yep. And even though I wasn't a teenager, I was doing, you know, teenage things. And if I had had a dad that was there to guide me and empathize with my idiocy, then it would have gone a lot better for me. Yeah, my dad always used to tell me, don't be afraid to to talk to me because more than likely I've been there, done that, and done worse than you. Yeah. So he's like, you're not going to really hide anything from me. Not hide anything, but he's like, you're not going to tell me something I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's going to be things that you don't want to tell anybody. Well, yeah. You've got some sort of weird sexual kink or whatever (laughs) you're afraid to share. But by and large, anything that a man in, in America goes through, your dad probably went through it. Yeah. Because you are typically of the same social class and you usually live, usually live around the same area. And it's just going to be, the, you know, the same experiences. So I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh no, they don't know. They haven't gone through this. They don't know. They know. Yeah. They have. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Every parent knows. Like, yeah. And you as a parent realize that now, but just keep in mind that your child doesn't know. Yeah. So empathize with everything they do and it'll make it easier to sympathize and forgive. Mm-hmm. And that's my number two, empathy. All right. Number one, top of the list. To be a good dad, to me, the number one thing, you need to be loving and caring. You got to love your child, obviously. You can't, unless you sign your rights away and don't want nothing to do, then you're, like I said, you're deadbeat and you're a piece of shit. (laughs) Unless it's for other legit reasons. But yeah, you got to love your child. You got to show them, because they learn how to love from the love that you show them and the love, if you're with somebody, the love you show, hopefully their mother. That's one of the things that is prevalent in my mind. I need to, I'm setting the example of how I treat my wife that my daughter's going to expect. Like if I treat my wife like she's the queen, that's what my daughter's going to expect. And that can be good or bad. Like we talked about in an earlier episode, I don't want her to need a man, but I want her to want to have a man like, you know, in her life. But I need to show her how a man is supposed to treat a woman and... Hopefully that'll keep her standards a little higher than some of these little fuckboys that run around that I see that <laughs> little fuck boys. irritate the shit out of me that don't want to work and don't want to do nothing. Uh, that's another topic for another day. We're giving away a lot of topics here. But yeah, you got to be loving and caring, kind of going with you. Like you got to sympathize and empathize with them. You got to care about them. You got to care that they're doing good. You got to care about their feelings and in my case, like when it gets to that point, I got to care. All these stupid boys are breaking her heart and all that stuff. I got to actually care about that stuff. And I got to show her love to make her feel better. Love her, hug her, be there for her. If she wants to talk, if she doesn't, then fine. She can talk to mom about it. Stuff like that. You got to be loving and caring. Right on. That's definitely another good one. Uh, you, you know, you hit it out of the park every time. <laughs> my number one is patience. I said it was on here, no big deal. I've said it again and again. you got to be patient to be with your kid. So, yeah, we are here at the end, and that's when you give us, well, my favorite segment of, of every show. And, you know, I know I say that, but I mean it this time. And that's a dad joke. I have a dad joke about a dad joke. 
Okay. All right. This is deep. This is like math, kind of, geometry. Kind of. We're going inside the, the fractal. I guess. When does a joke become a dad joke? <laughs> There's going to be a simple answer, <laughs> but I don't know. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. <laughs> oh, man. That one is... I knew it was going to be obvious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they all... Aren't they all, though? Like... You, when you hear it, you're just you're like, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Why didn't I think of that? That's yeah. so It's so clearly there before me. Yeah. When it becomes apparent, man, that's what keep that's what keeps people coming back. Oh yeah, I mean, I know that we have our daddy issues and we have our musical debates and we have our segments full of all manner of things, but it's the dad jokes. I can only imagine that at least half of our listeners just skip ahead <laughs> in the last five minutes just we, so they can get that dad joke. We, we hope not, but hey. Well, I mean, yeah, I hope you listen to it all again and again and again. Yeah, but hey, if you're doing that, keep doing it. If, they, if that's what you do, then whatever. For that I mean, 30 seconds of humor, yeah. dry humor. Just keep doing it and yeah. we'll be good. Leave a five star. Yeah. Don't forget that. Oh yeah, and everybody else, like and share. Uh, I guess you are. I don't know. No one ever leaves a, a review. No. So if, I know that you got to get a few before they release them. So hmm. I don't know. I'm not really concerned with it. In fact, I don't really care if you ever leave a review, to be honest. Just listen. And get something out of the show. And rate five. That's what I care about. Yeah, rate five. But also learn something or laugh. And then that'll be, that's good. Probably more than likely laugh. Yeah, you're probably going to learn or learn less and laugh more. Which is okay. Yeah, uh, learn. You're going to learn from my mistakes. <laughs> yeah. And then laugh at them. Yeah. So, hey. Double that, laugh. I guess it, if you look at it that way, you're doing both. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I've got nothing else. Thanks again for joining us. We love you guys. This is Corey. I'm Dan. And we will check you later. Check you later.